Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Kingdom Outpost podcast. This is Kingdom Outpost 611 coming in, tuning our dials. What are you smiling about? I have no sound effects to add. Try, like, if you were to, like, (laughs) do you have a certain sound effect that you do? No, no, especially on the spot. No. Mm. Like... I'm trying to think what noises. Oh, can you burp for him? No, no, (laughs) I could, but I'm not. Totally could, totally could. (laughs) Would it like blow your microphone out? Blow your mind. Okay, O'Doyle. (laughs) Forget Uh, what you just heard. My favorite person. Do you remember that movie, Police Academy? Oh man. There was that guy who could make all the sounds. I, I thought that was the coolest yeah, thing. Yeah, it's been a long time. I don't retain movies. I, I can see a movie um, or a show, like people quote Seinfeld all the time. I've seen it, uh-huh. but I just don't. I could watch it again and it'd be like for the first time. Yeah, the well. Only, the only thing I remember that I can't get out of my head is that Office episode where he. Mike's... Uh, no, don't. You did what? that on purpose because you know how much I hate that episode. No, not as much you as I hate it. You know it bothers me. You know, down. this is the type of thing that you show me. <laughs> no. You're like, look at this video, Chris. No. This is, you're oh, talking I about, did send you a video you're talking today. About Scott's Tots. Scott's Tots. Yeah. I, said, I was thinking of Prison Mike. <laughs> prison Mike. <laughs> Someone sent me a thing about Prison Mike Yeah, today. I can't. I can't handle... <laughs> Scott's Scott's Tots. I can't either. I, I can't handle I the... I heard there are two types of people who... Some people find that funny, and then other people find it... So, psychopaths. <laughs> and... It, it really is a personality normal thing. Normal people able to live in community with others. <laughs> yeah, if anyone we, out there enjoyed Scott's Tots... Don't tell me. Let us Don't know. Don't tell I will block no, the podcast from their devices. We want to know what I makes I will trace you. their IP address <laughs> and make sure they don't get... We want to know what makes oh, you tick. Man. Yeah, that's a tick for sure. That's like a... <laughs> that's the only office that really stands out to me. Mm, that's a good one. Anyway. No, it's not. I was it's thinking horrible. about... Uh, Parks and Recreation. I mean, cause I was, you like, were living Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Chris is just, he's be, hes received something from the Lord as a city councilman that you didn't seek out. No. But. I didn't want to be, I was asked to be a city councilman. Right. And so I did. I yeah. became one. I was like, sure, I'll help the city out. Yeah. And then they were like, do you want to be president of the city council? <laughs> and I was like, sure. I want to help the city out. And they were like, hey, would you like to do all our Facebook posts and updates to let the people know what's going on in the city? And I was like, no. Sure, I'll do that. And, and then, it is, it's funny. It's yeah. like, but it. We already talked about the yeah. when you were at the all looking fancy in Tulsa while oh, everyone was right. at with that water. That's right. <laughs> but oh, this man. week he went to the Capitol to get. Oh, better, folks, and if you, if, you think our, if you think our government is running smoothly, you mm. are wrong. Oh, really? At the Capitol? Oh, was God. it crazy? It was, well, they, it was that we went to a committee meeting, 
And then in the committee meeting, we found out that, that the legislature created another committee that was basically the same committee. But this committee was enacted by the governor. So the legislature made their own version of this committee. And neither one of the committees knows how this is going to work out. Oh, no. Like, it was really, it was cringy, weird. Yeah. And, and typical, like, government slow yeah, everything down. Yeah, you're like, this, this reminds me of business meetings in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was. We did have so we had a family visit our church, and uh, they were asking about that. I told them, you know, that yeah, we don't really do business meetings and all that. And they were like, "Good." <laughs> and I was like, "You're our people. Yeah, it's good to meet you. So good." Oh, and I we did new members class, and I was telling some of them because some of them come from very different, you know, backgrounds. They weren't just you know born and raised in an Oklahoma Southern Baptist church. Yeah. And so I was telling them about like what used to happen at these, and they were like, "What?" And oh. I was like, "Yeah." So once you become a, a member of a church, you're kind of a member there, even if you quit coming to church, yeah. or even if you move away. Yeah. Like if you don't move your membership, and they're like, "What do you mean move your membership?" <laughs> oh, and I was oh like, my. "Oh yeah." So churches will call and ask that we move them, and they're like, "Is this membership a thing? Is it like a certificate or something?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, no, you were no. on the roll." Yeah, we yeah, roll. and I told them about how people. Like, would come up from, like, out of state just to vote oh, in certain no things. No lie. And I, so I remember funny. people uh, coming that I'd never seen before. And and voting I, and then going back because they I've got a phone call. i been in church for but 20 think about, years. think about that. To get a phone call from somebody in Begs. Yeah. We need you to come up on a certain Sunday and vote. Yes. And then come and do that. It's horrifying. I can't believe That's funny. Yeah. yeah. So, so we don't do then that. Then Chris came along and it's took like, a sword and slashed the like, roll in nah, half. Let's not... <laughs> It, which they didn't notice because they didn't come anyway. Yeah. So they were like, they, yeah. Didn't you send out letters? I did. I sent out letters. We made phone calls you, and Because it letters. was a kindness. You were like, listen, we don't want you to think this... Is just being harsh. Or like, know that your name being on this roll means that you're in... You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well with you. Yeah. Like, we did both those things. Mm-hmm. I didn't want them to think that we were just arbitrarily cutting names, but also didn't want them to think that just because your name's on a church roll that that means your your yeah. soul is safe with the Lord. So right. we have an obligation to uh, to keep watch of our of our flock. And if we're saying you're our flock... Mm-hmm. But you, we don't know who but you But I don't know you, don't even know where you live, yeah. never met you. So anyway, and I think all of them were... Yeah. Every one of them was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, I said, to respond in agreement to this, just don't mail anything back. Mm-hmm. But if you, you know, if you don't agree, here's my phone number, or yeah. you can... Or you could start coming to church. Yeah, you could come to church. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, so... So this week he went and was advocating for better internet. I wasn't... Yeah, yeah, I was... So there's all this money that the state has to be able to spend on broadband, and they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out where to allocate this money. More like us, us. And so I was there with a, with a, a large business consortium, as a representative for one of the small towns. Yeah, because it is important now. Like, Yeah, it, we're never going to... We are literally never going to have a chance mm-hmm. to better Oklahoma infrastructure broadband-wise as we do. I mean, we've got almost a, like almost a billion, billion dollars of federal money oh set goodness. aside for broadband. Like, that's all it can be used oh for. Oh, my goodness. It's there, ready to be used. Uh, and so, you know, just trying to yeah. make sure... And now people's jobs really depend on it. On yeah. having good internet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not just like, a Well, like in Begs, like, times are, you know... So you the, can get on Facebook. You got a business that's 
you know, their their internet's timing out when they're trying to do Apple Pay or credit card payments or whatever. And, you know, that's no good. Yeah. That's no good. So, so he posted. I was just getting to the Parks and Rec part. He uh-huh. posted... A picture of him at the Capitol saying right. he was going to gonna get it, and I just wanted internet. to let people know, hey, we're doing this. We might get faster internet. And, uh, there was a lot of support, but then you get the people who were like, "Why don't you fix the water?" Yeah, yeah, and I was <laughs> and like, "If you want to get reelected, why don't you?" Yeah, if you're looking for votes, is what one of them. It's like I don't. He's like I never. I literally <laughs> have run unopposed every time. <laughs> I don't ever need votes. I don't know if I've had a vote. <laughs> Because every time I've run for re-election, it's been unopposed. Yeah. So, It's anyway, just so funny. If you're looking for vote. Yeah. Yeah. Fix it the was. roads and, and water. I, but again, it's like, like I said, 90-something percent right. are just, that's great. Yeah, thank you. But then you get the people who are, I said, I told someone, because someone asked me, they're like, how do you put up with that? And I was <laughs> like, well, I mean, they're just, they're hot. Yeah, and they're, they're bored. Where they wouldn't home. be, they wouldn't be able to be on Facebook. Right. So it's the middle of the day. They're hot. They got nothing to do. Yeah, you know. And um, it's so interesting to to just observe how people come into situations with these preconceived notions. Like there was one lady that seemed to have ideas about how government works, mm-hmm. and that these are elites. Which we would say we have elites running our country, but she applied that to. Yeah, she was like, "I'm just a normal everyday citizen. No one's <laughs> gonna listen to me." And I was like, "I don't know who you think I am, <laughs> or who you think the other city council right. members are, but they're just they're just geeks off the street, right? Literally." Yeah. So anyway, uh, okay. So this is, here's a good. That, so that's just anecdotal. That doesn't benefit you at all. But let me uh, let me do give you uh, just some wise. You keep talking. I'm going to wash my hands real quick. Okay, go wash your hands. Some wise social media <laughs> sort of oh, wisdom. Wow. Communicate on social media as you would in a normal conversation. In this way. So I basically said, like you imagine a person in front of you saying a statement. So I said. I'm at the Capitol, you know, getting us faster internet. Can you imagine you hear that and, and your response is to walk up and just go, what about the water? (laughs) You know, I mean, it's just, no one would interact that way in, in real life, in real conversation that you would have the, the common decency to go, Oh. Tell well, me more. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, what are you doing about, is it, are you doing anything about the water? Yeah. But just to come in and be like, water <laughs> or power. They wanted me to fix the power. <laughs> the I power, don't know. I and, don't control the power grid. And the power, char- uh, the, the money. How much it costs. Yeah, that's a, the cost of our, the cost of energy. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know, like. Am I supposed to go take down Biden? Yeah. Like, who am I? Who's my opponent? Can you fix the cost of energy? <laughs> I appreciate the high standard that you view me with, but oh, you know, the hard great. part is well, it's not really hard. And I, I mean, it's I understood, respond. and I responded. I, well, I did respond. I no, I'm saying as your wife, oh, I want to get on there. Golly, I'd respond to you. I know. I know that, uh, but. Yeah, I got a name. Just just explained it to him because they get used to communicating that way. They don't think about it, and so then you communicate like a normal person. They come in and 
yeah. do something like that. Well, it's the same and thing. And so then you communicate back like a normal person. You're being person. a wall. Yeah. You're making them bump into a wall yeah. of normalcy. It's differentiation. It is. Yeah. I know how I'm supposed to act. That's how I act. You're I don't getting... change that based on their... I don't get sucked into their game. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it does. It makes people come face to face. In fact, you're trying to pull them out of the game by just showing them yeah. some normalcy. So interact in a normal way. Treat, treat Facebook, social media, whatever is the... Uh, as you would a normal conversation um, yeah, in some ways. That's a good pointer. Yeah, because you wouldn't. Like if there's someone you'd never met mm-hmm. and, or a friend you hadn't seen in forever, your mm-hmm. first interaction with them would not be to troll a post of theirs. Yeah. You know, I haven't oh, talked yeah. to you in forever. I've maybe even seen you post things about Jesus and haven't commented. Yeah. But you said this one thing. Yeah. So I'm going to come in and just be like, I think your statement is wrong. <laughs> It's like, oh, hey, how you been since high school? You know, it's like, I mean, it's... Right. I thought we were just friends on Facebook to look at each other's pictures. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it would be weird. It's it would a be, weird world. In real life, it would be a weird thing for someone to do. If someone did that and then walked away, uh-huh. if, if you were there and someone did that to you, you'd go... That was really weird. Mm. I haven't talked to that guy since high school. Mm. And he literally just walked up and said, I think your position on abortion is dumb. <laughs> and then ghosted. You right. Know, whatever. Right. But, and didn't even, didn't even say it in a private message. Just yeah. like verbally shouts it. Yeah. To every, all my other friends. Everyone in this conversation, right. I think his position is stupid. <laughs> So, you know, it'd be one thing to even private message. That would be weird enough. Yeah. But to join this circle of communication here and say, I'd like to step in mm-hmm. and let you know I'm not going to like, I'm not even going to dislike or give an, I might, if I'm really mad, I'll give an angry, angry mm-hmm. reaction. But this is yeah. dumb. Yeah. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you. How are you kids? It's a great time to be alive. Yeah. So just have a little bit of, don't get into, and don't get into the game. Just don't get into the game. Mm-hmm. You do, like, how the Lord would have you to to be mm-hmm. in these, in all these situations. And that's, yeah. that's all you can do. Yep. All right. So, we're into this July NATO. Yeah, no. You know, June was it. Everything's been yeah, normal. Yeah, it's been so great After since... June NATO, everything's been normal. No, anything weird's happened. June NATO is an F5. <laughs> Which means it consumes more than one month. Uh, because I started to make a joke like, well, it's not like it's all of July. But July is almost done. Oh. And Leslie is podcasting to you. <laughs> what do you have going on, Leslie? What has hit the house? Oh. Well, I mean, the recent, the most right. recent. Right. Well, yeah, the most recent. The like, m- there's been stuff even since the podcast. But the most recent thing is. Hand, foot, and mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So right after we were done podcasting. In June. In June. Yeah. We had, like, a really good 4th of July. Great 4th of July. And then it just... And then the, like, then the air conditioner quit. Yeah. I, I mean, we were still sick, too. We were sick, still sick. in there with the yeah. adenovirus yep. that lasted for three weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then... Air conditioner went out. The air conditioner for a week. The air conditioner broke on the hottest, literally the hottest week, most miserable yeah. summer, yeah, that we've ever had, yeah, that I can remember, yeah. It's like our grass is already yellow, mm-hmm. and you're very much pregnant. Oh yeah, so that was probably 
the hardest. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Air conditioning is very important to me. I like to... Literally, before we get on here, she made me go into the other room and make sure the air conditioner is still blowing. <laughs> Even though you can sit here and feel it blowing. I like to have a cool She likes the double check. Blowing yeah. on me at all times. Mm-hmm. So, it was pretty brutal. And what it meant was, again, we had to pack up mm-hmm. and leave our house. Because we couldn't... We literally couldn't stay here. You we could have stayed here. I don't think we could. No, could've. we couldn't have done it. Not with not with as many people as we'd have. Yeah. yeah. With and for and eating cooking. Yeah. I mean cook. So it hot. was so hot and we would just hang out. So I hung out here. Yeah. Because I had stuff I had to do in town and the air conditioner guy was gonna come by and I was trying, anyway. And it would get I think it, it only got in the house up to like seventy eight. Mm-hmm. This is pretty good insulation. Yeah. If you're, but I didn't go in and out, right? And we didn't cook anything. No, nothing. No, no energy. Was and there happening. was no one else really in the house but no me talking. and the the two olders were here. But but yeah, not a lot going on. So, Jack wasn't sucking all the energy. Yeah, out yeah, of all of us. Is. Yeah. So and then hand, foot, so, and mouth. Right after that. Yeah, there was there were other things too, but yeah, there you know things. And then she's got, <laughs> we got the hand, foot, and mouth going on. Yeah, and then um, Jack came down with a fever. It was like mm-hmm. a week and a half ago, and um, he said his mouth was hot. And he was so thirsty. He's like, I need yeah. more to drink. My mouth That's is so true. hot. Yeah. So I looked in his mouth and saw sores. And she was like, Chris! <laughs> And we've never, I mean, we've been like, we've never had it. Never had it. Never yeah. had it. Yeah. So, and then it's just been like every other day, another kid. Mm. Well, tell them what happened at school with Shepard. We took oh, everyone's so we, temperature. Everyone was fine. So they could go to school on Wednesday. Yes. So it, just Jack. And we know it normally affects just the little kids. Yeah. And so we weren't really concerned about the bigger kids getting it because they wash their hands. They do all that stuff. Apparently they were supposed to. Yeah. Uh, Apparently no one. Apparently washes. no one washes their hands right now. Uh, and we're in the middle of class, and Shepard goes, "Pop, raised his hand." I said, "Yes, Shepard." He said, "I don't really have a question." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, okay, what is it?" And he said, "You know those sores that Jack has in his mouth? I think I've got one in my mouth." And I was like, "Okay, thank uh, you, thanks, Shepard, for telling everybody." You know how Jack has sores? <laughs> I've got sores right like, now. Talk about wanting moms and to grab like, their kids and scatter. I was like, like okay. <laughs> and you see Sabrina in the back just like, <laughs> her head just came up like, mm. I was like, oh, good night. It was so like, funny. Thank you, Shepard. Yeah. So, I think she was dying laughing back then. Uh, oh, so golly. then Sheppy came home from school. I was like, yeah, so I was like, all right, we'll take you home. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it's just been, yeah. Yeah, you one know? after another has fallen. They didn't all fall at once. No. I don't think anybody fell on the same day. No, they didn't. It's all been two or three days just apart. Just when you start to think, okay, I think yeah. this is the last one. Then so then it, so then it was Shepherd. Then it was Rebecca. Well, and then Peter had the fever. But yeah, but then nothing came. Well, he, and he was kind of clawing at his mouth. He was eating barbecue chips and kind of coughing and choking, but he wouldn't stop. 
<laughs> he wouldn't stop eating the yeah, chips. Yeah, he just kept throwing the chips. So I was in. like, I think he might have sores in his mouth, but it's hard to tell on a. Mm-hmm. You can't really get in there and look around too no, well, no. unless you want to sit on them. So, yeah, then Rebecca and Gideon on Friday. Shepard, I think, had it the worst. Yeah. Shepard's was... And Gideon. Gideon, too, yeah. Yeah. And then... Oh, we made it all... Oh, so, Gid got sick Friday. Mm-hmm. We made it all the way to Wednesday mm-hmm. morning. Today is Thursday. Okay, so Wednesday morning, Betsy was helping me make breakfast, mm-hmm. of course. Of course, helping us make breakfast. <laughs> Hands all in the French toast. Mm-hmm. And she just went down real fast. Yep. So that was yesterday. Yep. And then today. I mean, she fell off a cliff. Today. Today, Les is like, Chris, <laughs> my throat hurts. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And she's like, Chris. A few hours later. Can you look inside my mouth? And I was like, oh, no. Oh no! And then we had our moment of uh, theodicy, abject yeah. questioning of. We saw the epistemological red, crises. Yeah, we saw the uh, red dots mm-hmm. on the roof of my mouth, which have, everyone has had, mm-hmm. and I had a moment. Just a moment. It was a moment. It was a brief moment. Yeah. Well, I was talking to a friend that is also in a time of stretching mm-hmm. and she said she keeps having these 10 10 minute 10 second tear bursts every time she's alone <laughs> I was like just lets herself have them no no just, like it's just, just mm-hmm. but they're quick and then she gets control and I was like that is exactly what has happened mm-hmm. to me in the last however many months yeah just like it just hits like a new thing and I got to take it in, and it's like the tears just kind of pop out, mm-hmm. and then, and then it's like a cold water, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we just move on with our yeah. life. But it's very interesting. It's kind of like you're yeah, you did. Punching you, I yourself was like, in the face. I was like, I, we were talking, <laughs> and I was steering you back. Yes, and then yes. you're like, okay, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I got good. this. So I just, usually I do, I start mm-hmm. cleaning. Mm-hmm. Um, you put your skates on. It is. Yeah, I put my skates on. Literally, I put my tennis shoes on and it makes me work harder mm-hmm. and faster. So that's just a good tip. If you're feeling blah, just put your shoes on. It makes a world of difference. Is it kind of like putting on makeup? Yeah. Like it's just showing I'm ready for something. I'm like yeah, just it's like suiting about. up. It's like you're putting on your apron. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to go do something now. I've got my apron on. got my apron on. So, um, yeah. Well, hopefully you won't you won't Yeah, too well, that's what happened. You start forecasting. You forecast, you end up looking like Gideon. Yeah, I'm going to have sores all over my face and all over my feet and hands. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to leave the house. I'm going to miss my haircut next week. Mm-hmm. That's what... Which that is, is Tuesday. Said, I mean, it's said, Friday. I have a haircut on Tuesday. I mean, it's Thursday. Yeah. It's like forever away. And you just can't do that. God mm-hmm. gives you your food today. He gives you the grace for today. Mm-hmm. And if you start thinking about tomorrow, it is... He literally tells you not to do that. <laughs> yeah. The the grace isn't there yet. You're not ready for that yet. You have to... It, it does not exist yet. 
You right. can't get ready for it. It's not even a thing. It's not a thing, and the food for that day is not a thing. Mm-hmm. And the like, the the grace isn't there yet. Cause yeah, because it's it, not there. Because it's not there, and you're not there. It may not happen. <laughs> a great prognosticator. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's just. It's so funny that we look ahead instead of looking. It would be better to look behind than to look ahead. Exactly. I mean, you have to look behind in order to look ahead. Look ahead rightly. Right. I mean, that's Deuteronomy. That's right? what I meant. That's Deuteronomy. Yeah. That's the entirety of Deuteronomy. I was quoting. You're Deuteronomy. about to go into the like. You're going forward. Yeah. Look back. Mm-hmm. Don't forget. Yeah. Remember. And so, and so that's what I, one of the things I wanted to talk about is you know, is how to when you're going through something and you've been very faithful, uh-huh. and the Lord's been very good. Yeah. And then you get a second serving. Yeah. You know, oh, you're like, it's like that missionary thing when I was eating the corn. Uh-huh. And then I get another thing of corn. Uh-huh. And, and like, what do I, I was trying to I be good, Lord. I was just trying to obey you. <laughs> and now I got to eat more corn. Uh, and, and so how to handle when you find out that the Lord was, was giving you two scoops the whole time. And mm-hmm. you thought. Right. You thought you'd already gotten the helping. Right. You're, you thought the serving size was this big. Yeah. And it was this big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... That's a good metaphor. Or like you already took your medicine. Yeah. Yeah. When you have to take two doses. Like here's the pill. Good. Right. Now here's another pill. The glucose test. Yeah. Oh, golly. you got to take that, by the way. Well, I have a hand, foot, and mouth. Yeah. So I can't. Yeah. Uh, that's true. I think you got it on purpose. I saw you licking kids' hands and stuff. <laughs> Uh, and so one of the key one of the key ways to to do that is to was to remember. Mm-hmm. I think remembering is is key because remembering is what kills it kills doubt. Mm-hmm. Doubt doubt is I think in many ways at its root a forgetfulness because mm-hmm. if you remembered at all what the Lord had done for you, there'd be no room for doubt. Right. The only way you and I can doubt is if we have forgotten. Mm-hmm. And so if we forget, then, then we'll doubt. If you find yourself doubting, it's probably because you're not remembering. Yeah. So make sure, uh, even treasure up like the way he's been faithful in the midst of mm-hmm. the, the, like this, the, even like hand, foot, and mouth has been, well, I, I've told everybody who's like, ask us, like, it's been like a blessed time. Right. It's been a great time. The way the kids have interacted with each other. The way the, they've grown through their trials. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been the very work, much holified. The work I've gotten done on mm-hmm. the house. Yeah. But, all the things that you wouldn't have been able to do if we were in school yeah, or if other things are going on. Yeah, it's a hundred and something degrees outside, you know, mm. all these things. So yeah, the Lord the Lord is being is being faithful. And I would have said that an hour before I saw the spots. Mm-hmm. You know, I would have been talking about how great it's been and mm-hmm. then here comes the helping, the second helping. Yeah, yeah because you're you're like, not remembering right. then. You're not remembering when you're just thinking about how great everything is, mm-hmm. it's when the second helping comes mm-hmm. that you have to remember. Even if you just have to remember what you were thinking about five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah you've you've got to remember it. It's taking your thoughts captive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. You've got to you've you've got to make sure that that one you you do. I think you said rein yourself in, and I think that's a good 
uh, a good metaphor. That's mm-hmm. what it is. You just let your you let your thoughts run away, and then if you're at the point where your words are running away, mm-hmm. where you've you you're way down in the I've lost this battle. Well, and that's why it's so good to have someone hold you accountable, mm-hmm. like a husband, like to say, hey, hey, you know, you can tell better than I can when someone's in the thick of emotion. They don't really, they're not really seeing that they're just speaking like things from their mm-hmm. feels, mm-hmm. you know, but when you have someone there to help you. Yeah. And that's what's interesting about when people talk is that it's actually very helpful to the person uh, who's wanting to help mm-hmm. because otherwise you don't know what's going on in the heart mm-hmm. if someone does, you know, sometimes doesn't voice it. Mm-hmm. And so if they voice it, yeah, it's not great that they're. The fact that they're saying it again is is a bad thing, but but if you hear them say it, that actually can give you insight into what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, and I'm in their heart. sure for husbands, it's it's hard. A hard, Ugh. a hard kind of leadership. You've got no idea. If you've never been a husband, <laughs> Leslie, you can't know. I know. I have no idea. It's my least favorite thing. It made me cringe just to even say something. Oh like yeah, that. <laughs> that is your least favorite I don't thing. Like uh yeah so just just recognize that you don't know like we talked about stretching last time you don't know the end of the stretching the lord does know yeah. what you can take yeah. and so when he stretches you more mm-hmm. rejoice this is how you can rejoice in your stretchings like james says mm-hmm. how can you rejoice in your stretching because you know if you couldn't take it god would rescue <laughs> you from it just like he re- rescued righteous lot that uh, the Lord can rescue you from it. You mm. know that. So if you couldn't take this, you would be rescued. Mm. If you're going through it, you know you can handle it. Mm. Or he wouldn't let you go through it. He would limit the temptation. He would limit the stretching like he promises in First Corinthians that no temptation will take you except just uh, is common demand. Uh, uh, or not, and not beyond your ability, but, but with it will provide a, a way of escape. Like that, that recognition... He's not going to be let let me be tested beyond my ability. Mm-hmm. That's a promise of the Lord. So the stretching that feels like if we're not careful, and this is where the doubting of God comes in, it goes from feeling like we're being stretched to feeling like we're being torn. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he's not stretching me; he's just ripping me in half. Mm-hmm. He's just he's he's, and that's that's again just a bad view of your God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's he pro- one he's he's promised he's never going to do that. Mm-hmm. He's promised he won't let anybody else do that to you, uh, and he he never has. He's never right. broken that again. Word. You're not remembering. Yeah, yeah. That, you're not that remembering. He hasn't done. He's that. he's never been to anything but faithful. Right. Anything but faithful. That's so good. It is good, but but that's gonna it's gonna happen. You're gonna have moments where. You do the hard thing and you get through it. You don't even, you don't just get through it. You glorify God in it. Mm-hmm. And you're on the other side and you're expecting this wash mm-hmm. of like just great things to come. And you get the second wave. Exactly. The second your well, second wave just slaps you in the face. And it's, boom, we're, boom, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, we're always know? thinking we're going to get to that mountaintop. Yeah. I don't know if that's something we grew up with in the 90s. Maybe there's a Stephen Curtis Chapman song. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there is. Yeah. The, the, there's these mount, mountaintop experiences where really I think it's that it's peaceful and easy and comfortable. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I was joking. If you've with, ever been on top of the mountain, <laughs> joking. like when Moses was on the top of the mountain, <laughs> right. or just an actual mountain, <laughs> like it's not peaceful, Easysville. Yeah. yeah, I was joking with some friends about just the timing of all this and what you've been preaching and and the webinar I'm attending about emotional control with Rachel Jankovic, and I was like, next time maybe it should be. The, the topics should be about the Christian mountaintop experience. So it'd be mm-hmm. easier because it feels like God is testing us on exactly what we're hearing everywhere. Yeah. And one of my friends pointed out, no, but the thing is, this is Christian mountaintop experience. The stretching. The stretching. Because mm-hmm. now you can say with Paul, like, I know what it is to be mm-hmm. content in this. And yeah. With hand, foot, and mouth, and without hand, foot, and mouth. Mm-hmm. And like, if you hadn't gone through these things, you... And that's the, that is the promise mm-hmm. that if, if we remember that the Lord promises that stretching is for our good, mm-hmm. that then it's an encouragement. The Lord wouldn't give you a self, second helping if you couldn't take it. Yeah. So what you a week ago in that first helping thought, oh my goodness, I'm not going to make it through this. And you did. Mm-hmm. The Lord's saying, no, you're actually even much stronger than that. Mm-hmm. You can actually take a second helping. Here's more. Uh, and you can go. And I'm making you even stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is, you can even take this. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's eye-opening. It um, is. It's meant to be, anyway. Yeah. And the, to remember, like, this is, this is the Christian life. Yeah. This is what it is. And it's joyous. And in the midst, and when, when you go back and you look at the, the suffering or the temptation, the stretching that you've gone through, you, you look at it and you think, man, God's been very faithful in it. God's mm-hmm. been very, uh, has even probably blessed in the midst of it. Yeah. And you know, oh, I think there, I don't think there's anyone out there that doesn't know how much more growth you experience mm-hmm. when you go through hard times. Like yeah. it is like a boost, a booster shot. Um, no, it's too soon. <laughs> if you guys hear a rattling, it's our cat. Chloe misses me. She's trying oh, to get... Oh, there she is. You hear it? She sticks her paws under the door and tries to... Oh, she had a video of it. It's so creepy. And then she claw, Then she tries to claw. <laughs> so both her claws then are coming under yeah, the door and just scratching. Furry, long furry paws. She knows out. she can't get through that. I know. She does this in the night sometimes. Yeah, in the middle of the night. (laughs) And we think it's like Jack trying to get in. And no, it's Chloe who wants to come see me. Maybe she wants to see you. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. No. You're not nice to her. I am nice. I've let her live here. You are nice to her. You are nice to her. All right, what else you got? Well, um, another thing that's really stuck out over these last few months now. Mm -hmm. Um is I think one of the frustrating things that I struggled with was the like the things that I'm wanting to do are holy things. Like I want to I want us to be well so we can <laughs> <laughs> I do want us to be wealthy too. Yeah, I'll I mean, take it. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, I want us to be well so we can have people over mm-hmm. and I want to get the house in order so we can use it to, yeah. to serve more people. Like, and I want us to be able to do school. Like 
all these things that the Lord has really grown us in and, and he's given us a passion and a desire to, to build something here in our community. Mm-hmm. And I'm gung-ho, like I'm here, I'm ready to do the work. Um, but these things keep happening to mm-hmm. keep us, like we've had to cancel school a lot. Yeah. And we've had to... Not a lot. We've, more than we would like. We've canceled three classes. Yeah. Yeah. For, you know, for, to, to have just started. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot, like, uh, compared to last year, too. I don't yeah, think we, we didn't cancel three for the whole year last year. Had to year, cancel. Like, yeah. So, um, and then, uh, what was the other thing? Other things that we're... That I was just talking about. The things you oh, want to do, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we'd yeah. make plans to have someone over. Then. Oh yeah, yeah. And we'd have to cancel like mm-hmm. how many weeks in a row did we have to cancel neighborhood Bible? Study? We had to cancel neighborhood Bible study six out of eight weeks. Yeah, and it was legit. Like none of them, <laughs> literally. I went back there. I was like, I feel so bad. Yeah, that we're having to cancel. I went. And I looked. None of them were. No. Anything we could have done or done otherwise. Yeah, the water, yeah. either the water yeah. was off yeah. or the power, yeah. or we had sick people in mm-hmm. our house. So it, it kind of made you, I had to face questions like, Lord, it seems like you're not helping us here. Like, we're here wanting to do this thing for you. I thought we were friends. Like, I, was, I, thought, we were, I, thought, we were, I thought we were on the same page. Oh you know? <laughs> Did you did you try to have a DTR with the Lord? You know what I mean. Like I thought we were no, on the same page. No, I don't. I have nothing to do. And with so it, then yeah. it makes you feel like if you if you let your mind run away, like like I, maybe I don't know what He wants from me, and all these things. And so the the big takeaway that I've had from all that is. That no, God does want me to use my house, but it's in the way He's asking me to that day, mm-hmm. and not the way that I've decided He's going to use he's it. He's going to use it this way, but By I'm having... forecasting down the road that might either involve this grand renovation or an entirely new house <laughs> right. in an entirely new location. Right. And yeah, you're ready well, for that service. Well, and even like. Friday, I'm going to make this meal. I have all the ingredients yeah. for it, and we're going to have people over. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen the... So not even the grandiose vision, even the... Well, yeah. Even the good, like... I kept buying the stuff for the, chicken tortilla yeah. soup, yes. like, three yeah. times. <laughs> and um, and it's like, you know... God, do you not want me to use my house? Do you not want me to do this? Yeah. And... And and it's really what I learned through it is trusting that he's going to use what he's decided. Mm-hmm. When he's decided. More it. than what I've decided we're going to do. And how he's decided. Yeah, so, it. you know, on, on some of those days, like it was, instead of having Bible study and cleaning the house and making a meal for however many people, it was sitting in here and sorting through yeah. our stuff. yeah. But he was still asking me to use our house. To faithfully use the house and the things of the house. <laughs> and to use my energy and to use my time yeah. and, and my it, it would have been a, a misuse of, of it all to just sit in a chair and cry because you right. didn't get to make your chicken tortilla soup. Yeah. And you don't know where God's at and what is plan, what's your will for my life, you know, that sort of thing. And Yeah. Yeah. 
And the thing that I, I kept thinking of was like if you worked for a gardener. If I worked or if one worked? If one worked for a gardener, like a master gardener, and he gave you the seeds you're supposed to plant for the day. I would say, you're the gardener. Why aren't you planting the seeds? <laughs> you wouldn't because it's God. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> I see. So it's gardener. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. and you were like, no, I'm going to plant these seeds. They're going to work better. Like, this is mm. going to yield more fruit. Master gardener. If I do this, because mm-hmm. this worked that one time, and you said it was a good idea, and and he's like, no, these are the seeds I'm giving you today. Today. To plant. You plant these today. And, of course, we should trust that the, the gardener knows what's mm. going to yield a greater harvest. And so you just plant them. Yeah, because they're his seeds. It's his field. Yeah. It's his, like, who are you to say, you know... I'm, I'm going to use this this way. It's the, yeah. it's going to be the suit. I know the way that is best going to reach. <laughs> and I mean, this is something that is as a, as pastors you you struggle with the, all the time. Is you want to fix everybody and everything, and you worry about how things are going to you know turn out, and uh, you know you know what people are dealing with when you're not even there, and and that sort of thing, and having to trust. You know the the Lord's got this. Mm-hmm. The Lord will use and do and and set things up the way He wants them mm-hmm. uh, to be done. In His timing, in His way, yeah. uh, He He doesn't He doesn't need you. They're they're they're. It's not your field. It's mm-hmm. not your seeds. It's not mm-hmm. you've got to. This isn't your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to use all of this for the Lord. And and the the same thing. You know, for pastors, these are. Really, his sheep. He's going to take care of them. You just have to, you know, be faithful yeah. in in what these sheep show you today. When the sheep show you something, you deal with it. You yeah. Know, but you can't you can't sit and just forecast about mm-hmm. what the Lord is going to bring into His sheep's life. Mm-hmm. He'll decide that, and you just have to be faithful. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's and all and, He's and, asking of you. And that's true. That's true of every level of government. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in the home. Parents with worries with their kids, you don't don't think about what your kids are going to be and what they're going to do. You just faithfully parent today. Yeah. In the situations that come, don't think about the situations that come up when they're teenagers. They're going to come up, and you're trying to parent today to keep them from being this type of teenager in ten years mm-hmm. or whatever. Or you want them to be this type of of an adult, and so you're trying to 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 parent, you know, with that future mindset sort of being the only thing that you think about and. No, just faithfully parent today. Faithfully handle the things that you've got now. Because if you fret about all those other things, you'll actually end up not seeing the thing right in front of your face well. If you read the situation as if the situation is 15 years into the future, you're not going to read the current situation well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's not to say that you don't go, oh, I, you know, I want my son to be a, a, a right. good man, or I want my... You know, the, my daughter to be a good wife. It's like right. you don't. It's like you so don't. We've talked about that. That's a different. Yeah, it's not like you. You aren't. You aren't establishing those things and, mm-hmm. and and looking for for how to create those things. But you're not parenting them as if they are mm-hmm. the man, mm-hmm. as if they are the 18 year old, or as right. if they are the. You know, uh, you you parent in what's what's going on. Same thing with with husbands and wives. You you deal with. You know what the Lord has given you today. You're just faithful with that. You don't mm-hmm. think, well, what's my wife going to be like? Yeah. You know, what's what's the home going to be like? Well, you know what it is today. Yeah. And you know what obedience is right now. Mm-hmm. So be that. That's what the Lord has given you 
today. Mm-hmm. And if and because and what this is one of the the you know, sort of crazy ironic things. If you worry about what the house might become or what your relationship might become, it's probably going to frustrate you if you because normally we don't say I bet in six months this is going to turn around. Uh, normally we just forecast more and more bad. Mm-hmm. And then, so then we get discouraged, and so then we don't handle the current situation well, which is actually going to be the thing that will get it's it like to that. It's like a self... Yeah, it's a self-fulfilled prophecy. Yeah. Yeah, it's self-fulfilling prophecy, because you go, oh, this is where it's going to get, and so since I'm discouraged by that, I'm not going to handle today right, so right. of course that's where it's going to get, because mm-hmm. you're not handling today right, and guess what you're not going to do tomorrow? You're not going to handle tomorrow right. Mm-hmm. So we have to look at every situation that comes to us, How, what is obedience now, mm-hmm. in this moment, in these circumstances, with these resources mm-hmm. that I've got right now. The Lord has given me, he's given me everything that I need to handle this and glorify him right now. Right now. Right at this moment. <laughs> uh, Why does and, it take so long for us to get that in our head? I, I mean, Answer me that. <laughs> well, I mean, the Bible's full of this warning, yeah. right? Don't worry about tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Don't be anxious. Like, it, Ultimately, the root is pride. Mm. In those situations, the root is pride. Yeah. You don't realize how not powerful you are, and you fail to realize how powerful he is. You you fail to realize that uh, that he has a mighty arm, and you mm-hmm. fail to realize that he loves you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then, then because you doubt those two things, you doubt he can fix it, or you doubt he will. Uh, then then yeah, you're going to be anxious. You're going you're gonna to do what you shouldn't do. You're going to try and take the reins. Mm-hmm. You're going to go ahead and let yourself go uh, because, you know, you trust yourself, you know, whatever it is. And it's just a, it's a lack of, of faith. One thing that might help is reading the Bible. Have we ever mentioned that? So we've got this new idea. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. that's a hundred percent what it is. Yeah, but I will say, in times of stretching, mm-hmm. it is one of the first things to go because you are like, you know, your schedule is topsy turvy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you are fleeing to the country to find air conditioning, so you might it might be harder to remember. I need to read my. I need to stop and read my Bible, mm. and like you're you're you know. We are together, so we don't yeah, do family and, worship. And, so. and I would, I would say this is this is one of the things that that we get into is the uh, stop and read your Bible or the the family worship or whatever. Like, it, you've got plenty of scripture to chew on. Yeah. Like this is one of the things about having a sermon <laughs> every Sunday. Yes. You're supposed to be chewing on that text. Mm-hmm. So you really don't need to be able to stop and mm-hmm. grab your Bible. And and in many ways, sometimes stopping and grabbing our Bibles and doing that is actually a hindrance. It, it's very individualistic because Sunday is the thing that the Lord has given to the body to remember. And then we remember it for 20 minutes. And then we go to our little own individual Bible studies where I'm growing me and Instead of recognizing, no, you're part of the body, and this is what the Lord has given to the body. Mm-hmm. This is the text that he's given to the body. You, you as an essential part of the body, can't ignore this passage. Mm-hmm. You've got to make sure you're getting ready for, like we talked about last week, maybe, you know, you're getting ready for the stretching, or you're getting ready, you know, you're understanding the Lord's Prayer. 
uh, instead of all of us running to our own sort of individual Bible studies, mm-hmm. that if we looked at it, we'd say, well, how long did you chew on the sermon? Uh, chew? Yeah, yeah. Can you even tell me what it was about? Can you, <laughs> you know, those sorts of things. You're maybe stretching in some way. <laughs> so, yeah, again, so that's one of the temptations that goes back to that individual mindset that yeah. we've got, where the most important thing is my reading of the scripture, my time. And you're not saying it's not. I'm not saying. Important. I mean, they know that. I mean, we've, right. we've talked about how very important it is, but I think in a, it's if we're not careful. Yeah. We think, oh, I, I don't have anything to chew on right. because I haven't been able to stop and read my Bible. When in reality, the Lord gives everybody at the church something to chew on so they can get to work. Yeah. I mean, you can chew on that text. You do not need to add another single text to your week beyond what you've had on Sunday morning. Because there's enough in that text for you to meditate on it and get it in your life and head. Now... Now, going and, and reading throughout the week, of course, that's going to be an, an added blessing. But if you're not chewing, don't you're not meditating, don't, yeah, don't neglect yeah. the other. And also, one thing that I fail to remember is that all of the family worship we have done and all of the reading we have done, that it has planted seeds. Mm-hmm. That, and, that God uses in times of stretch. And, you know, I, I love family worship as much as the, the next guy. But when you're reading Deuteronomy 6 and Deuteronomy 8, it's not, it's not about them having family worship all day mm-hmm, long. Mm-hmm. It's talk about God all day. Yeah, while you're, not, while I mean, you're fleeing to yes, the country. Yes, so these things, it's not, and hey, don't forget to stop and you know, gather around your Bible and read a, read a, the, a passage of Scripture, sing a song, uh, pray, and go. Mm-hmm. You, you, don't see that, you don't see that model Mm-hmm. In in the text for what family worship do now that's how we do family worship mm-hmm. that's how we do it it's it's good it's helpful it works really well but really what you know those pastors are talking about just talk about God literally all day mm-hmm. as if God is your everything yeah as if He's not segmented to a a ten minute time right. where the family's around the table yeah. or He's what we talk about all the time and we stop and pray when we need to yes we need to pray, pray let's stop and pray. We need to, hey guys, we need to pray about this right now. Let's do it. Let's, let's not, thank him right now. Yes, let's let's do, let's, because God is our God every second of every day. Yeah. And that's what, when I, when I rise, when I sit, when I, that's what Deuteronomy is trying to teach us. Mm. Not, hey, don't forget to, to have family worship. Like, no, don't forget to talk about him all day long. If you get to have family worship, that's even, that's greater. That's. That's awesome. That's a glory to God because we're supposed to glorify Him. And you teaching your kids to worship in that, I mean, that's that's wonderful. That's a great, just a great time for the family. It's a blessed time. But don't don't neglect mm-hmm. the greater things, yeah. which is you should be talking about Him all the time. Yeah. You know, talk about Him when you're brushing your teeth. Talk about, I mean, it, it should be constantly on your lips. So, you you know, two of our favorite things are reading the Bible and family worship. Mm-hmm. But those can also be two dangers that can cause you to neglect what is even, you know, a, a greater thing scripturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the body texts uh, or, uh, you know, talking about God all the time, mm-hmm. everywhere, uh, mm-hmm. that sometimes that segmenting oh, yeah. can... It probably really confuses children, too. 
Yeah, I mean, it would be it would be confusing if mom and dad don't ever talk about God, except during this time where we teach him as really, really holy and really, yeah. really important. Yeah. And then he's not really mentioned again. And then we just watch whatever movies we want. Yeah. And or even dad's over, or it. even dad's over there reading his Bible. Mm-hmm. He's not talking about God. Yeah. Even I can see him reading his Bible, but he doesn't. He doesn't ever talk to us about him mm-hmm. all day long. I mean, I know he's reading about him mm-hmm. uh, or or whatever, but so I see my dad. I see my dad's Bibles out, yeah. but he's not talking about us to God to us, mm-hmm. and that's really what we're supposed to do. Yeah, you know. So anyway, how are we doing on time? I can't see that. I one. think we're. I oh think yeah, we're, done. we're getting close. I think we're that's. No one wants to My eyelids are saying it's close. How about oh, you? Oh, man. I had jujitsu this morning. Yeah. Early Four, this morning. 5.30 class. Yeah. Left the house at 4.30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got there. I woke up when you left. You did. Mm-hmm. You woke up and shuffle, shuffle, shuffled, and then got back in bed. <laughs> it's that time in the pregnancy where yeah. if I wake up, yep. I got to shuffle to the bathroom. I'm going to shuffle, go potty. <laughs> shuffle, shuffle. shuffle. Well, I was woke- worried you were... Yeah, I was trying to see if you'd go back to sleep because I didn't know if I should make you coffee or not. Then. Oh, yeah. Then I woke up again when Chloe was digging through your nightstand, the cat. Yeah. So I put her out and thought, I'm never going back to sleep. And then next time I woke up, you were here with donuts. <laughs> like nine. Yeah. It was a good thing to wake up to. They were good donuts. Yeah. This is a good quiche. I had good quiche. I got yeah. me a quiche. Yeah. Anyway. So I'm ready for sleep. Yeah. I'm ready to lay my head back down. I've got bruises all on my arms and <laughs> wounds on my face. I got sores in my mouth. So I was te- I was telling uh, <laughs> some folks at church that I was talking to, I get in the car and I see my reflection in the mirror and there's this bump on my lip. Oh. And I thought, <laughs> I saw, I just kind of saw it in the mirror. I thought, what in the world? So I flipped the mirror. I thought... I thought I had a hand, hand foot, and foot and mouth, mouth bump, and I'd been rolling with these dudes. Jiu-jitsu. Yes, and they're probably wondering, what's this guy doing? What's that on his lip? <laughs> you know, all that. So then I pulled the mirror down, and it was just where I'd you gotten got punched. Hit. Yeah, yeah. Got a knee in the mouth. But anyway, there's that moment of just, oh, no, oh, no they're going to hate me. But Well, know. I have a... I actually have a sore. You have sores. Yeah. You have sores. And I podcasted. Mouth. That's how much I love you. People. I don't know how you did it. It was really, this is like the Michael Jordan flu game. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. like that. Totally. Mm-hmm. One of your favorite memories. And this podcast is going to change the world mm-hmm. because of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening for us. We'll try and get this posted as oh, soon as we can. And we do still owe the Roe v. Wade. I, I was thinking about that as we yeah, were talking. Yeah, maybe to. Because I was I'm not going to say when was, we'll do it. I was messaging. Yeah. We said we were going to do that, and I thought of it halfway You can through. always listen to my sermon on worship in a post-row world. Yeah. Uh, if you want. Which is basically what we would talk about. Yeah, we'll probably talk about that. We'll do that it. sort of stuff. Yep. Definitely, definitely. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Good night. You say good night. <laughs> Good night. I said it really fast. Yes, night. Night.